0: Sandra and Charlie, your friends in the struggle that we affectionately call middle age. We're two Gen Xers with a lot to say. And we hope you enjoy listening to our perspectives on life, family, relationships, and other important topics that are touching you folks, in the middle. By no means are we experts on these topics, but we have and we are living through the struggles that we'll be unpacking. Through sincere conversation and gentle debating, we hope that we can find some common ground, and we can hopefully leak uh, least entertain you. Although we talk quite a bit about the middle, all listeners are invited. Please share your perspectives to our social medias on Facebook and Instagram. Or through our email, stuckchuckinthemiddle at gmail.com. That's all one word, stuckchuckinthemiddle at gmail.com. If your perspective is something that Sandra and I can comment in, we'll be happy to share it through this platform. Now, before we get started, I'd like to state the views and opinions that are expressed on this podcast, or through any of our communications, or so, the views and opinions of the host and who's expressing. In other words, we'll only speak for ourselves. We do not speak on behalf of other persons, organizations, or companies. Additionally, we're not therapists, mental health professionals, advisors, counselors. The material presented here is meant to entertain is based on our own experiences and opinions if you think you need help, please consult a professional at your own discretion. Finally, we've had many different experiences involving many different people and you should not assume that our descriptions of persons, places, or events are explicit to a specific individual place or event. Hello, Sandra.
1: Hello, Charlie. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good. Good. So...
1: So what's hurting you today?
0: What's hurting me today? <laughs> I don't know. I just ate this pan de manzana. And uh,
1: Oh, it was an apple one? It was. Damn. I thought it would be a pumpkin one, so I wasn't so sad about it. Oh, that makes me mad. Yep,
0: it was pretty good. It's pretty good, so it'll probably be hurting my hurting my tummy in a little bit, but You're I'm cold. I'm good. I know. <laughs> Ooh, just can't eat what we used to. Nope. So what's hurting you? Your back.
1: No, not my back. My my knee.
0: <laughs> Your knee today?
1: My knee right here.
0: we you are in need of some back and knee therapy. I
1: need something, man. I don't know what it is. Yep.
0: All right. Well, you know, today, um, you know, I sent you a text the other day, but if this was twenty years ago, or maybe even twenty five years ago, the I might day have been sent me a
1: text
0: this morning. Okay, well, I sent you a text this morning. Go with the story here. Anyway, I sent you a text this morning uh so if this was 25 years ago i might not be texting you i might be paging you right on your motor motorola, motorola. uh pager so
1: a pager was badass
0: i know i had a clear one
1: i had uh i i had a colored one i'm sure and it would when it would light up it would light up like different colors
0: oh really yeah you were fancy i was Yep. Yeah, it's all those jobs you had um yep. all right so Our topic today is technology. Uh, The title of the show is You've Got Mail, and that's a specific reference, not to the movie, although it was a decent movie. Uh, This is a a reference to the AOL days when we used to turn on America Online. And Mm -hmm. if you had an email, it would tell you, you've got mail. Uh, Technology has changed over the years, and those of you in Generation X, the Generation X demographic will recall a time when you could spend your day with friends, maybe talking, in uh, taking in some shopping, maybe even watching a movie, maybe you'd spend the day in the park or the zoo, or maybe even the botanical gardens, uh, you know, you could be found in those different places. There were no smartphones, no location services, I know. Can you imagine Laura no. with no location services? No, she
1: would, she would die. Yep. Uh,
0: you, you were, um, you know, and there were cell phones, but it was really reserved for wealthier folks, uh, mm-hmm. and it was those really... Kind of generic, big plastic-looking cell phones, right? Uh, a few of you may, if you worked, you might have had a pager, right? And but of course, you weren't obligated to respond to a page unless uh, there was a nine-one-one attached. Remember that? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta call back. No, it and says then <laughs> and then you
1: know what? Then you would get those ones where um, they would send you messages. Remember, like you could call someone the, and tell, them, the tell them to call me now. Some, Yeah, yeah.
0: The Skylink one, you would talk like an operator. Can yep. you put this message in there? Yeah. Yep. So, the Gen X teen and young adults, uh, they were probably the last group to experience this pure freedom. At least, freedom is how I see it. They could get lost, they could stay lost if they wanted to, and, uh, in some ways it's sad to see some of those freedoms gone. Now, don't get me wrong, we're probably in much safer than I remember. Um, of course,
1: Safer because we can find everybody.
0: Safer because we can find anybody. Yeah, the Gen X world. didn't seem as dangerous. Uh, maybe I'm just feeling nostalgic about our youth, but it certainly didn't seem as dangerous uh, as it can be today. But somehow Why? we survived with little to no lifelines outside of payphones.
1: Is it that it was safer or is it that we just didn't know how jacked up it was?
0: Maybe. Maybe a little bit of both. So, um, you know, certainly we had payphones. We could lean on those around us. Folks were always willing to lend a hand, uh, maybe even more so than today. So let's chat about the technology that's changed over the years and what picks ha- what impacts it's had on the Generation X cohort. So, um, just thinking back, at what age were you when you first kind of saw technology, were introduced to technology of some sense, at least digital technology as we see it today?
1: Um, I was probably in middle school, mm-hmm. I would think. I was probably, you know, what, 10, 11, 12? I don't mm-hmm. really remember how old you are in middle school. Um, probably 12 or so. Um, Because I think that's when we started getting introduced to the the computers, right? Like at school and stuff. And like, what was it? Those dot, dot matrix, dot, dot matrix printers. printers. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't just a printer. It was a dot matrix printer. Right. Um, You know, and and just like stuff like that, where I remember hearing about and seeing that, um, you know, come out. I mean, we might have, I don't remember if we saw those in elementary school. I really don't. Um, I could be wrong. But I think that was like my first exposure to like, oh, shit, like, what what is this?
0: Like, a right. computer. I remember uh, being in school and the, we had those Apple IIEs. Yeah, those big, uh, Where you'd things. put the big old floppy disk mm-hmm. in. Floppy uh, and discs. it was a little small one. It was a big yeah. old floppy disk. Mm-hmm.
1: The big old, like, square. Mm-hmm. And it was like flimsy kind of. It you, was yeah. literally
0: floppy. Yeah, yeah. You, would, you would put that in there in, into the computer and then you'd have to boot up the computer mm-hmm. with the floppy disk in there you couldn't just like pop, pop it in there like there was a procedure to yeah, it, it sure was. like you were like you were prepping for surgery or something so yeah it was, it was definitely a different time uh i remember playing oregon trail you know
1: with the little
0: um the, the little the people uh, going out west
1: i was gonna say with the little um what was it what are they called
0: little wagons yeah little wagons, yeah, little wagons. you died okay so
1: started. so let's talk about this a little bit more because now like we're talking and i'm like you know my my thoughts are kind of coming back to me mm-hmm. so would you then consider video games as technology
0: certainly yeah i think video games i think was I, was, a I, was, of it. I was
1: i was smaller then mm-hmm. right because that's we had the atari we had the pong remember it was the pong so mm-hmm. i was a, i was a kid like we had to have been like elementary school age when that kind mm-hmm. of shit started so I think we didn't quite understand what it was, just that it was pretty cool. It was pretty so, fun, yeah. You know, so yeah, I think pretty pretty young age, but I think that when we started to get from a technological perspective, where it was like learning and kind of doing things, yeah, uh, I didn't come to later.
0: Right, right. Uh, the reason I say digital technology folks, because if you're a farmer living in the 1920s, plowing the field with a with a mule, and somebody gives you a tractor, that's technology. But I think digital technology has really jumped in our ability to communicate, connect with others, uh, and just, I think, increase our productivity um, in a sense. So, that's my thought about it, so. um,
1: What about you? Where, Where are you?
0: Yeah, well, like well, I said, it was, those, that, yeah. it was those Apple IIEs, right. and then as we got into middle school, we did work with those dot matrix printers and stuff like that. And um, uh, Was
1: that, remember when you would like, when you talk about printing, remember, would, you, would you ever like get those printing out papers and then hmm? you would smell them?
0: <laughs> Print shop. <laughs> no, those were mimeographs or what they called dittos, yeah.
1: Oh, we'd sit there like, ooh, look, you can smell it.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so what other digital technologies do you recall at an early age? So we talked about video games, mm-hmm. dot matrix printers, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Let's fast forward. So the internet went live on January 1st, 1983. Um, I know there's much older versions. There was precursors like MPL and ARPANET used by the military and universities. But I don't think really, I don't remember the internet in a usable kind of consumer Functional way until maybe the 90s. Yeah. So what was your first exposure to the internet? How did that change your life?
1: Um, I mean, I probably like everybody else, right? Like the freaking free AOL or you know, whatever kind of uh, Server there was at that time, but it was you know, they they would send the um, the internet stuff to you in the mail just like kind of the way that they do those coupons you know to like every house or whatever it wasn't like specific to you it yeah. was just like a mass mailing and if at you, first they
0: would send you the discs yeah and then send they the sent you the the cd-roms yep. later yep. on they
1: would do that uh, I think at the time, I mean, you. we had to have something. How did we even connect to that thing? I forgot.
0: Phone line. You had a yeah, phone modem. Yeah, okay,
1: so it was a phone thing.
0: And if somebody else picked up the phone, and it would be like, buzzing. They were like, I'm on the phone. On the phone. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: in a chat room Get out of here. <laughs> talking to babes. <laughs> 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 Fucking
1: kip. <laughs> exactly. You're so stupid. Uh, yeah, but I, I think it was like that, you know. Um, it was it was just something like that right? Right. they just sent you that stuff yeah. and that was kinda how it worked
0: yeah um, I remember AOL mm-hmm. uh, that was probably my first exposure to the internet but I think even with that and a lot of people don't think about this but your email
1: Yeah.
0: so I recently hotmail? got a hotmail or rocket mail I remember rocket mail I recently got an email from my Yahoo account congratulating me on 25 years of having the same email address
1: what in the actual
0: hell I know so I've had the same email address for 25 years which is weird a little bit more now actually so I think email was an early form of the internet how we use the internet I know a lot of people don't think about email in that way and there certainly are email servers that aren't dependent you know certain enclosed systems that don't use the internet but most I would say all use it today so you know we talked about AOL some people had like CompuServe and stuff like Mm, that I remember that mm -hmm. But uh, later on, I believe that uh, access to the internet became more emergent. Probably in the early two thousands, two thousand one, maybe yeah. not automatic, but you started to see it more. I Remember that was in some, like apartment we were moving in. You could use the internet in the business the service d- business place, center
1: or whatever,
0: yeah. and it wasn't dial up. No, it wasn't <laughs> was, dial up. It was high speed, which yeah. was impressive. I
1: think that was where you started to you know pay for it as like part of a service. I think AT and Like I've been with AT and since you know Jesus was a boy. And they had like I guess some kind of a service at the time because I remember it connected to your home phone. Right. So because I know I know that the girls had internet at our house because Mia was always on it. Right. Mia was always on the internet. Always. Well, if you recall,
0: like internet wasn't like not everybody had it. No.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Um not everybody had it it wasn't and maybe even today not as many although COVID certainly probably would have changed a lot of that but
1: no I think that we really realized because it's funny at work I have a couple of people that I know that they don't work at home because they don't have internet at home and I'm like what the like what like and it's kind of I I think it could be a difference of geography maybe because like in some areas like if you're really far out you don't have like connections of some sort Um, and then some could just be personal choice. Like, right. just don't want to do it.
0: Don't want to deal with it.
1: Yeah, don't want to deal with it. It's an expense.
0: It. It's not cheap. Yeah, it's um, not
1: cheap. I mean, it's expensive. You know, it's mm-hmm. we pay, you know, a, a pretty decent amount for it. So yeah,
0: it's utility. Yeah,
1: it's, you know, I mean, we need it, I think, because we do work at home and because we have had kids that, you know, that needed it for school and stuff. But yeah, I was actually pretty surprised, too, when COVID happened and a lot of the kids, had to go home, Mm -hmm. where you found out just how many households really didn't have it. You know, and you kind of take for granted that everybody has it, you know, and you kind of don't.
0: So, I think about, like, the internet, um, first being introduced to it probably around 1995-ish, I would say. And really, for the first 10 years, it's kind of a novelty thing. You can use it for a few things. You can change your fantasy football lineup. Uh, stuff like that. There's a lot of things that you can do. You can even use it for some research. Um, but I don't fully see an emergent until maybe like mid 2005, and that's where e-commerce became a big deal, right? So you start making purchases online. You're ma- you're buying plane tickets online. So a lot of people online. that that'll shock a lot of people. I remember used to to buy a plane ticket, you had to like call somebody. Or you had to go to there. a travel agent. Yeah, yeah. Or you have agent. to go to the airport and go to a ticket agent and try to reserve a ticket that way. And you would actually, the ticket, and it's still the same way this way, although we don't see it the same way. A ticket is not a boarding pass. Right. It's a different. It's a different document, and that's still the case today. But I think a lot of people see those as together. But nobody actually gets a hard ticket. You should actually get a hard ticket. Yeah. So
1: you can still get a hard ticket. So. You
0: know, I suppose you can. Yeah. So the, I, I think. Started buying plane tickets. Started buying concert tickets.
1: Concert tickets was a big deal because we used to stand outside at Foley's at Ingram Park, Ma, and freaking get there at the butt crack of dawn mm-hmm. so that you can buy Bon Jovi tickets and freaking <laughs> get the good decent tickets. And you'd have to sit there with the lady and say, "I want to do so this." This is what's available. This is what's yeah. available. Can just and to wait your pain turn. Yeah, and, the and then I remember where they started doing concert tickets, where people in line would get like priority mm-hmm. and they would have like an hour before mm-hmm. and then the online ticket sales would, would start on, after. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they were still trying to get you as an incentive to go in person, mm-hmm. but then it just switched over and of course Ticketmaster monopolized the whole industry mm-hmm. and you only can go through them.
0: Right. So, right. So it's crazy. So concert tickets. Do you remember the first thing you bought online? Like actual purchase purchase? Oh my
1: God. I don't. I, I don't. I, no. Um, I couldn't even tell you that because I no I have no
0: idea yeah I want to say the first one of the first things I bought online but you're so nostalgic
1: about shit like that like how would you even remember that
0: well this may not be the case but the first thing that I remember buying online I bought like one of those little iPod shuffles like the very first ones
1: oh you know what okay yeah I can see that because Apple had their their little online yeah Yeah, because
0: they gave me a coupon for Amazon at work and I was like well what am I going to use this for I don't want to buy books because remember Amazon was a bookstore, yeah. right? They said, No, you can buy other things. I'm like, Buy other things? And no, what? it's a bookstore. It's a no, book you store. you can buy other things on Amazon. I was like, What? What's this? So What's I went this on. This Amazon
1: shit. Right.
0: And so I went on and I found an iPod shuffle and I think like with my coupon it it made it like thirty dollars or something. You probably still so have that
1: iPod shuffle. I
0: think I do. I think I still ha- do have it. So I bought an iPod shuffle which was wild. I think I even used it for a couple of marathons. But That's neither here nor there. That's one of the first things I remember buying on now, like pretty much getting boxes every day.
1: I don't, I don't, I don't like shopping in person anymore, like at all. I think I I probably do about 95% of my shopping online Mm -hmm. because I just don't like dealing with people.
0: Right. So as you can see, technology has changed over the years. So that was the internet, spent about 10 years as it being a cool toy came mm-hmm. along for a couple more years where it started to become a useful tool. We almost like need it mm-hmm. to pay bills
1: because
0: mm-hmm. before like I would, st- I still remember writing checks for like my mortgage. Oh, yeah. I uh, would write checks payment. for
1: groceries. I would write right. checks for everything. And yeah. I mean, I didn't, I think I stopped doing that probably in the 2000s sometime. Yeah.
0: Remember when they introduced those like check readers that would tell if you had money yeah. in the account? And I was Y'all, like, what? Oh, uh, <laughs>
1: shit. Hold on. Can't float that check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Shit. I know. So. So that came along later, but then, you know, internet internet banking starts, yep. and I remember I'd used it to, like, check my balance, and that's when I, like, stopped keeping a ledger, which I know you still keep a ledger, but I don't. I do. Um, but you start paying bills online,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: now, like, I don't write a check for any, I don't remember the last time I wrote a check.
1: I think we wrote a check for, gosh, I don't even know. You're I right? think
0: maybe. Tuition? For the house? Tuition? House? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Oh no. So
1: Well, uh no, I wrote I've actually been writing checks recently because I have to give checks to Yasmin for stuff, but um yeah, I I almost forgot how to write it. Like I'm like, "Oh shit, like yeah. what do you do here?"
0: Yeah, that does happen. Like um so Obviously, we've getting the internet. So, fast forward around two, seven, two, 2007 ish, mm-hmm. 2007 or so. When everything changed our life. Right. You start seeing the emergence of mm-hmm. the iPhone and other smartphones start to become a That's thing. Let's not talk
1: about Android being
0: smart. <laughs> well, it's, Chris. it's a smartphone. Chris's Androids, I know. Uh, that, I think, really changed the internet from being a convenient tool into being kind of an inescapable necessity in life. Um,
1: it's a necessity, and it's it's a distraction. Like, right. I think those things just. You mean like oh, scrolling? Yeah, man, it's just terrible.
0: Yeah. So, um, what was your first smartphone?
1: iPhone. I I got the the one of the first iPhones. Mm-hmm. Like when they first came out. I mean, I think I've always been kind of into technology from that perspective, from like mm-hmm. a phone perspective. I think I got my first cell phone. Oh God! Like. Had because at the time when I was dating um, the guy I was dating you know was worked for Singular Wireless mm-hmm. um, and connected me you know on on a cell phone mm-hmm. on a cell phone plan and it was one of those really little you know things yeah and,
0: and there's some things you could look on the internet on those no, original these, cell phones but these weren't limited. no
1: these were this was like a phone you know think mm-hmm. about it like a remote if right. you will right no mm-hmm. screen no nothing no texting no nothing it was just for calls mm-hmm. um and that had to be i mean mia was 99 it had to be anywhere between 1996 and 1999 mm-hmm. that i got that and i've had the same phone like same cell Ever phone number like since then i've never it's been the same it's evolved through the carriers but um and so, you know, in being, like, a customer, then, you know, they would obviously solicit you, like, mm-hmm. here's a phone, here's a phone, here's a right. phone, you know? So um, so I remember that's how I, I got the, introduced to the iPhone, and I was just like, what is this thing? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Like, it's a screen, like, what? You know, because I think in some of the flip phones, you could, like, text, Right. and I think I maybe may have had a phone that you could maybe send, like, a little picture, mm-hmm. but nothing that you could take pictures with. The picture or, phone, you could take a yeah, picture with Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But um, I do remember that it was like stuff like that where I knew texting. I had texting. But then, yeah, when the first iPhone came out, oh, yeah, that was a game changer, man. Mm-hmm.
0: It was. And it was, again, the first couple of years it was just a, a toy. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a lot that you could do with it. Right. Um, people started developing apps, and then companies started developing their apps, and you can check your bank balance. Mm-hmm. And then you can start transferring money. And now you can yeah. transfer money. You know, you start doing things where it becomes inescapable. You can do anything. You can call an Uber, right? That wasn't that wasn't something that you could do right away the the phones start becoming really useful now it's almost like you can't even get like a ticket to like a basketball game you know what i mean you have to
1: you can't do anything right like i remember when um
0: your phone is your ticket your phone is your ticket yeah i
1: remember when i think it was like a couple of years ago obviously during covid Mm -hmm. right um where Northside changed how they did their ticketing, and you couldn't yep. go up to the windows anymore yeah. and buy a ticket to a high school game, right? Because they wanted for you to do everything on the app on your
0: phone, right. on the
1: phone. And we were just like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Like for us, it was like, "What do you mean?" Like right. I can talk to you. I want to buy my ticket, and they would not. I was so pissed off because then, like, their app wasn't the greatest.
0: Yeah, it was kind yeah, of yeah, it was kind app. of
1: a crappy app. And I don't then, think we
0: would have been objective. Using the phone app, but it was a really crappy yeah, app.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there <laughs> I was. I'm going to write a strongly I mean, worded, worded email.
0: Email. <laughs> email, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not a letter, nope, email.
1: An email. Mm-hmm. That's my, ooh, I'm going to, I write strongly worded emails all the time. But yeah, but I mean, you know, you, you really, you cannot do anything without right. your cell phone.
0: Yeah, they've become, I mean, just pretty prolific. So even more so, I still have a laptop, which, which I use and I, I use to help write some of the scripting for the show, right? So, um, I still use my laptop. I used it a lot for school. So you can't do everything on your phone. You can do quite a bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, some of the limitations that you can't do with your phone, like doing school was hard on my phone. Like even right. just reading things is hard. And obviously because I can't see the way I used to be able to see it, yeah. make it, it makes it harder. And the girls make fun of me because my text is like huge, but there's some things that you can that you, I think you can do anything on your phone. I don't think that you should do everything on your phone because it's, sometimes it gets a little bit harder. Like, when you mm-hmm. do buy concert tickets, right. buying concert tickets on your phone is is shit. Like, yeah. you get shitty tickets or, you know, you loop in. So, it's like, no, when I'm doing that, I will sit at home and I will log into my laptop and do it from there, yeah. you know? So, you can pretty much do it, but, you know.
0: Exactly. It's, it's, not, the, it's mm-hmm. not the same. Um, do you remember using maps?
1: <laughs> Duh. When you would, like... <laughs> when print we were going to go somewhere yeah like you were going to go to a new place or something and be like hey who's going to print the directions yeah like you would go into your computer look up google or, or some kind map of map quest, quest mm-hmm. or something map quest and print out the directions and then that's how you would do it and i, I think keep up in a
0: little manila folder you sure
1: would, or you know you'd have them all like folded up and hold on hold on let me take it out of my pocket here it is and then somebody was like you couldn't. You always had to be with somebody mm-hmm. because you couldn't be the driver and be reading the map. Right, because you needed, you would, you navigator. needed a navigator. Mm-hmm. So I remember telling the girls about that too, and they're like, "What? And they're like you didn't have GPS? No, full our GPS were maps. <laughs> like, right, that's how we would get and around.
0: I don't think they like really understand.
1: No, how how
0: GPS works. No. Mm-mm. I think they just think their phone knows where it's going. It really,
1: yeah. They don't understand that there's something behind it that's telling them where to go.
0: Okay, so, folks, GPS stands for Global Positioning Satellite. There are satellites that are super far out in space um, at a point in space where they follow, they pretty much stay in the same position. So, there's one over you, it's always going to be over you. I'm probably getting this wrong, but I think it's at a range point, which just means that it's at a point where it matches the orbit of the Earth. It shoots a signal down to your phone, like, hundreds of miles. It's it's not close. It's not like right above. It's, it's pretty far out into space. And people get upset, like, I, like, when the girls, I think, when their GPS isn't working right away. I'm like, give it a minute. It's like literally shooting a signal from like hundreds of miles away. Like, calm down. <laughs> like, <laughs> give the phone a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're like, ugh, it's not working. My phone sucks. <laughs> Like, give it a second. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> yeah, it's only its only having to radiate a signal from space. I know. It's
0: doing advanced freaking calculus in a computer. Like, give it a second. And I don't think people, like, fully appreciate the mechanics and the science that goes into getting you from here to HEB. <laughs> You're so crazy. I know. I just Sometimes I think that's just funny. So, um, how do you think about phones? Or how do you think about phones technology today? What are you excited about as far as what's to come the next generation of technology i'm actually
1: not excited about it i'm <laughs> actually really afraid of it and i tell you this all the time <laughs>
0: why Why are you afraid of it maximum
1: <laughs> overdrive people okay if, so
0: maximum overdrive. we haven't gotten to pop culture yet but we'll bring no, it up we're, we're going to bring no, I'm
1: bringing that shit up right now yeah. <laughs> i was actually talking to somebody at work about it right because i mean it's people I don't like to toot my own horn, but people freak out when they find out how old I am, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was actually talking to somebody at work and I was telling them because they were like, oh, yeah, you know, talking about AI, blah, 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 right? And I said, no, I, I said this. I was like in a meeting or something. I was like, yeah, dude, this is like, it, it just reminds me of like Maximum Overdrive. And she's like, well, what's that? And I'm like, oh my God, okay. So
0: only the only best like, 80s movie ever made. the best freaky scientific movies
1: ever, science fiction. So I was obviously explaining it to her as, like, a movie in the 80s. And so, like, what it was is a Stephen King novel and basically where technology is turning on man, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, some kind of, like, a freak, you know, eclipse. It was an alien. It was an, an alien something. of some sort of shit. And it, like, you know, gives the – anything that was, techno- like, technologically – It gives them, like, c- gives consciousness. Them, yeah, it gives like, us, like, a – like, it brings it to life. And
0: not just, like – it doesn't make it, it just conscious. It's, no, like, it, raging against, like, right, killing people.
1: Right, like – people and so i'm like explaining this to her right and i was like that's what it reminds me of it reminds me of like you know you you hear about all these things like from an ai perspective where it's like oh yeah you know like you tell it this and then you have this guy that used to like who is like thought to be the the grandfather of ai coming out saying oh yeah ai is like smarter than us and people don't want to believe it and they're not going to experience it i'm like oh hey oh no no i mean this microphone's going to like turn on me and shit
0: I, I get the, the intrepidation, but it's, it is, AI is just, it is the, it's the amalgamation of human consciousness or human knowledge, right? Exactly. So, So, you're getting knowledge from all human beings. The AI is just a machine. Huh? I don't know. That's what, what it's doing. That's what they said
1: in Maximum Overdrive, bro. <laughs> That's what it said. You sound just like the guy.
0: The, the doubter. The, the
1: doubter. Yeah. And what happened to him? He got squished by was it that, the, uh, by happy, that jolly, big happy jolly truck, uh, truck that ran him over bro Mm-mm.
0: yeah happy i'm gonna have to toys. keep
1: you out of the freaking street because there's gonna <laughs> be a damn freaking truck's gonna run your ass yeah. over do
0: you remember yardley smith was in that movie yes freaking yeah. lisa simpson yeah yardley Smith is the voice of lisa <laughs> simpson she comes out of that movie as her, as, like, oh, a, my God. As her yeah as a character
1: yeah, man. I mean, you know, but I mean, it is cool. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, I didn't really start understanding what it really was and the magnitude of how it's changing things until actually just recently um, when I was writing a paper and I was like trying to find ideas and somebody said, yeah, why don't you just ask chat GBT? I'm like, what the hell is that? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, obviously I didn't use it. Those were my ideas. Like, yes, you
0: know. they were. I know. Um, I proofread your paper
1: you would read my stuff but I didn't understand it and now that I've actually kind of been exposed to it and have kind of seen like you mm-hmm. know you can do anything on that thing man like write me a meal plan write me a workout you know uh, plan that I want for you to tell me what to do or you know what are some thoughts that I could maybe bullet points about things that I yeah. want to talk about organizationally like you know I mean it's super helpful I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie you know so I, I like to kind of see how it's evolving but I also am not you know, ignorant to the fact that once you start doing stuff like that, right industry leaders, corporations, they try to see how they can use it to make money, right? To
0: make money and to to potentially eliminate workforce. And yeah,
1: more eliminate workforce, you know, and
0: Yeah, and that that's a a a fear. Yeah,
1: it's a lot of things.
0: Will your job be replaced by a machine. A I, right. And I think that's the fear of every person. You know, the the people that um you know, used to sabotage their machines because they were afraid it's gonna take their jobs. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I think but in my senses, if the AI can make you a more productive human being, then you should, in theory, now, don't take my word for this, because trust me, I know, you know, how corporations work. You should work less, right? in theory, you should work less. The computer is going to make you more productive. You're going to be able to do more in less time with that computer. Now, hopefully that means that you you maybe work four-day work week or three-day work week and you get more time off. That's the hopes. Now, knowing (laughs) that, you know, the function of an organization, the function of a corporation is to maximize shareholder value. That may not come to fruition because cutting your job may be more valuable. But I think that if we can catch up as a society and say, no, we're not going to put up with that. We want to work less because we want to enjoy life more and now we have the tools to make us more productive. Hopefully people will stand for that or stand against that.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. I think that, you know, the kind of scarier thing is that like in some, you know, industries like, you know, for instance, right, like they're talking about this whole Hollywood thing. That kind of sucks for them, yeah, you know, that well the the actor strike at this point because they settled the writer strike part, right? Mm -hmm. But the actors I read an article that said that they that the industries like the streaming industries and the entertainment places they they did not want to settle on the ai piece of that work they want to be able to own a person's image and their likeliness their 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 voice all of that so that they can replicate it and continue to make movies and stuff without them
0: without them yeah
1: and it's like bro like wait a minute like I, I that's like that part too is really crazy because you know you think about these these people who have obviously make money off of who they are right
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and if
1: you're telling me that their image doesn't belong to them anymore it's them you know like i think that is kind of crazy so you know i mean i think that there's a lot of pros and cons to it there's a lot of pros and cons to this you know it's gonna and obviously it's gonna continue to evolve and we're gonna see it i just think that it's it is a little bit you know nerve-wracking it gives me a little anxiety right Maximum overdrive, people. (coughs) So, there's our gentle debating
0: here, I'm on the more positive side of AI, and Sandra obviously thinks if you see a happy time truck.
1: You see a happy time 18-wheeler, motherfucker, he's gonna gonna run you over. (laughs) He's gonna run you over.
0: You talked a little bit about, uh, about Maximum Overdrive. What are some other movies about technology? Or even technology gone awry like Maxim overdrive that you recall war
1: games war games that is, a, big is one. a huge one the whopper the whopper what was her name um
0: no it was joshua it was the name joshua of the computer.
1: joshua that's right yeah that was a, that was a pretty crazy <coughs> movie um the net that was a good one um, the net was
0: sandra bullock that was the first one where you saw like the internet with like taking over and I think they overplayed it then. I was like, ain't no internet doing what they said it was going to do back then.
1: Bro Sif. Yeah. That is some bullshit. Yeah. Like, I think that, you know, uh, you're, it's amazing how much information is out there on the internet. Mm -hmm. If you've never Googled yourself, people, you need to Google yourself, um, and, and just to see exactly how much info is out there. When I did that about myself, I was shocked.
0: I think I would be scared too.
1: I was shocked. Because the thing is, is my thought is that how the hell do I get it off of here? And I don't know that you can.
0: Well, you know, like Europe Europe has that whole like right to be forgotten. Like you can like literally in Europe petition, you know, Google or whoever to like remove all your stuff.
1: I I would totally want that to happen. You got everything out there about me. Everything. And it's just like, what the hell? Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that obviously you know I don't I didn't start to kind of understand what they talk about when they have like (coughs) data compromises or you know, they have things that people are saying, like, oh, they have a hack. And you're like, well, how does this really impact me? Like, what the hell are mm-hmm. you talking about? Well, that's how it impacts you. Yeah. When they take your shit and they put it out there for everybody to see so that somebody can go out there and steal your shit. Yeah,
0: and I would warn folks. You always get those, like, things on the Internet. Like, oh, do you remember your first grade teacher? Who they was? Yeah, like, don't, don't answer don't that. Answer don't that. answer that. That's social engineering. They're using that so they can guess your passwords. Right. So they can guess your the demographic password yeah. section. Like, of your what high, what
1: elementary school did you what go to? Elementary go to, yeah. Yes. Who?
0: What was your first dog? What was your first dog's name? All yeah. those are questions that you're asked. Security questions that you're asked for your password. They're using that to try to break into your into account. Your shit, yeah. Don't yeah. answer those questions, no, folks. Please no. don't say. I always answer those, folks. Social engineering. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of my first grade teacher. Social engineering. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're so crazy um, sorry, weird science? That's, science that's a good one yeah. real genius
0: obviously weird science was fantasy but I, oh, it was technology was based was Yeah, great.
1: I liked real genius that was I think another one where it kind of talks to you a little bit about like what you know what the government does right like kind of with some of that stuff right I mean we obviously know you know some of us that are not very you know um, have a lot of faith in our government um, mm-hmm. you know they're always doing something um so that was a good one the terminator was pretty cool uh, so
0: the terminator is the one that people reference when they talk about ai because Which
1: is
0: no no because the premise of terminator is that the computers um, turn on
1: them too, take
0: over and yeah. turn on them right
1: mm-hmm.
0: um skynet was the thing the computer yeah. became conscious right. or became sentient and it started to Rob kill off humans, mm-hmm. that's how the war started, yeah. right? And The Matrix is kind of similar to that, yeah. uh, same premise, uh, which Matrix is a great movie if you guys ever seen it, especially the original one, the Mr. first one Anderson. was like super groundbreaking. Um, so we talked about war games, stuff like that, the Nets, those were all I think just movies. Uh, Transformers, we had more fantasy movies, Transformers kind of came out or I mean, I Day. think the
1: Transformers was obviously something that was really big in the 80s, where you know we started to kind of see that technology could take on its own form right Mm -hmm. and that they kind of talked to themselves like one minute there was a it was an 18 wheeler the next minute it was optimus prime what the fuck megatron was a damn gun bro like (laughs) how do you you're like that blew my mind fucking megatron was a gun me and ben would be like what the hell makes
0: sense though yeah makes sense
1: just yeah, I think that's pretty cool though. I mean, you know. Do you remember Short Circuit? Hello.
0: Johnny Five is alive. Johnny
1: Five is alive. Yeah. Stupid Ben makes references to so that shit
0: um, <laughs> Alright. So lots of technology folks. Obviously, you know, my um, you know, my thought on this is that I know personally I try to embrace it, try to learn as much about it.
1: That's why he's all proponent right now, because he's going to have these damn computers coming in. I'm going to have
0: him doing my will, have my doing, bidding.
1: Yeah, he, he's, he's doing all kinds of stuff. You know, if you guys ever get bored, you should Google Charlie on Amazon. And <laughs> you'll find his little store out my there. My store,
0: there. Good Times Design. Because he's good
1: times design. where from, right? No. What? what are you in for Go. <laughs> <laughs> good times
0: yeah some of you will get that it's good a times. born in east l.a reference what are you in for good, good times. times so uh good time design on amazon yeah um, charlie's
1: has his own amazon store that he's designing some images through ai which is pretty cool he's showing me how to do it and we're kind of working on it together yeah. so if that's kind of the the positive that you can kind of. And if
0: you're interested in that, folks, go through the go learn about it first because you yeah. have to get licensing and stuff like that to do a lot of that stuff, which I did. So, make sure that you go through that process um, cool, to make sure you don't violate any copyrights or anything. Uh, but you and know, I to... think uh, that probably wraps up our show. I'm gonna do a little intro in or introduce a little technology here with this smooth music. But, um, here we go. I like that. You like that? You like that? Very good.
1: I'm so done with you, dude. All
0: right. Well, thank you, folks, for joining Second Stuck in the middle podcast with Sandra and Charlie. We hope you enjoyed taking this journey with us. Please note that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast, are so the views and opinions of the persons expressing them. Until next week, I uh, hope that everybody has a wonderful week as you uh, head into this fall season. But if you are feeling stuck in the middle, don't forget you're not alone.